Hello and welcome to We're Watching What? I'm your host Dana, or the DHK as I'm known, and we watched two things this week. We started off with Paper Girls. We technically, as a group, only watched episode one, so spoilers for that, although there is a, some tangential discussion about other things that occur in Paper Girls. And then we also watched the first three episodes of Surface on Apple TV+. Major spoiler alert for that one. And then also, because it wouldn't be obvious from the episode title, we do talk about the winners of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars All-Winners season. So if you haven't watched that yet and are planning on it and don't want to hear who won, then go ahead and skip the first section of the We're Watching What segment. And then be sure to stay tuned after the main discussion as there are a couple of quick follow-up points. And without further ado, here's We're Watching What? All right, so we started watching Paper Girls. First question is, I'm going to assume the both of you have read the comic? I have. Save us. Okay. I've read a, yeah, I've read a lot, some, a chunk of it. I didn't. I did not finish it either. So I would say I probably okay. read two or three volumes. I'm not sure. How many volumes are there? <laughs> I don't know. It's, on, it's long. It was ongoing Look. for a while. So like I started it. Oh, it's signed by Brian K. Vaughn and yes. David King. <laughs> Jackie is pointing to art that no one can see. <laughs> yeah. I uh, um, went to Image. Image has like a comic day and they get all their creatives to go. And so I have a poster signed for uh, Paper Girls. Nice. Okay. Them. So the second question is, does, how many episodes did everyone watch? Because I don't know where I left off. <laughs> I only watched one because I wasn't sure how many you guys were going to watch. Yeah, I watched oh. one and then I started the second one. Okay. Well, I appear to have watched a lot more than everyone else but it, I think I was enjoying it it's the good thing I have not I didn't even know it was based on a comic I had no idea it was Brian K. Vaughn who I'm actually a fan of I've read some of his like one-off stuff and and some of his larger runs of things but, but the first episode and I was like oh this explains so much <laughs> like this explains a lot more uh, how did we feel I liked it so far I mean I've only watched the one episode but it was true to what I remember from the comics I think Brian K. Vaughn really has a talent for creating characters who feel lived in and real, which is nice. I I, I liked it okay. I, I have, I'm having a hard time investing in it. I, I stopped reading the comics when I did for a reason because I didn't really care all that much. I I don't know. The time travel stuff is a little weird for me. Like, you know, I, it can it can get me out of the story unless it's done in a very specific like way that I find creative or something and it's not making me scratch my head a little bit. But yeah, I don't know. It's not it's not my most uh, most uh, highly rated uh, Brian K. Vaughn work. Um, so it's not surprising to me that the show is not really grabbing me yet. I did start episode two and then I got pulled into work stuff at, at some point. So it wasn't that I stopped it because I was hating it or anything. But yeah, I don't know. Kind of in the middle. Apparently, I made it all the way through episode five of eight. Oh, nice. <laughs> I will also fully disclose that like kind of background watch a little bit. Like the first- yeah two I think I was more invested and then it just started to blur a little bit and I was just like uh, next episode is playing it appears my parents or at least my dad texted me about it he's like are you watching paper girls that's my impression of my dad and, mm -hmm. and I, I think they may have finished it already oh wow which nice surprising yeah I was he was like I yeah. won't ask a question then because <laughs> I was like I'm not done yeah it felt like it was channeling a little uh kind of a stranger things vibe a tiny bit yeah uh, you know I understand that but I also kind of didn't really think it felt all that necessary. I feel like the first episode before the supernatural stuff starts to, or if we call it supernatural, but the science fiction stuff, I guess, if you will, starts to, to rear its head. It was feeling very, I was kind of, I was kind of just like rolling my eyes at the, the vibe of why are we taking this like so seriously? 
you know, like it was just so like, this is like their job is the military. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> what is this? I don't remember. I, it's been a minute since I read the comic, but I don't remember it starting out tonally like that. But it just felt like it was setting it up in the vibe of what was to come. But none of these girls had any reason to think it was going to become that. <laughs> so why are you <laughs> acting like, you know, it was it was a little weird for me at first. But then when the sci-fi stuff kind of came in, I, it, you know, of course, makes more sense. Although I, I will say that sky like lit up pink and then they went into that house and they were just like having normal conversations, like not bothered. And I was like, wait, <laughs> like, this is weird times. You should be more more concerned about this. Well, I was thinking about it because, like, in the 80s, what would you do if, if the power was off? You have to find a radio, maybe, to figure out what's yeah. going on? Probably. Just, I guess I think I would personally, like, be more panicked than they, <laughs> than they seemed in the seat. Like, when they're just kind of, like, having casual combo for a little bit after it. And I was like, oh, this is weird, you know. But, yeah, yeah. I guess everyone's it's where I need to go. Trauma responses are all different, you know. Of we course, all, yeah. yeah. We're going to take a quick break and be right back. And we're back. I did not recognize Ali Wong in the beginning. At first I was like, is that Ali Wong? She doesn't usually do this type of stuff. Oh, it must not be. Like, they found her doppelganger or something. And I was like, oh, no, it's actually Ali Wong. Actually her. No, I I had the same. I was like, is that Ali Wong? Am I just saying that? Because she's like an Asian actress I know. It's got, no, it looks like Ali Wong, right? And then then I looked it up because I didn't know. Well, yeah. What's what's funny is I actually saw Ali's name in the credits. But for some reason, hadn't thought about the fact that that was her at the beginning until I saw her later. <laughs> so I had a similar experience, but I had seen her name. Um, I but yeah, I just had not seen her name at all associated with it. I would have thought they would have trotted her out for all this yeah. stuff. But maybe I just, I yeah, I don't know. I follow her on Instagram, and I don't remember her talking about it at all. Mm, maybe she wasn't happy with. Or they have like I don't know. Sometimes the posts don't show up, so it's hard to. That's fair. I yeah. I don't want to spoil anything because I was the most episodes in, but I did not find the dynamic between the girls as compelling as I would have hoped. I think some of them like have better chemistry than others together. And and a lot of it is just like dumb teen decision, motivated decisions or preteen or whatever it is. I was like, uh, I don't know how much more of this I could take, but then I ended up watching five episodes. So I should just shut my mouth. Like it did what it did. You know, <laughs> I guess it did, but, yeah, this but I think the problem that I can't. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to finish it probably. But the fact that I like can't remember a lot of it or it didn't sink in, you know, I don't know if is the greatest sign. Like if Paper Girl season two comes out, I promise you I will fail the quiz of what happened Paper Girl season one. Yeah. And I'm curious. I, I, I think I've looked and it said there were 30 issues total and I can't tell you how much of those I've read, but I am curious to know if, if this is to continue, how much, how much of that ground is covered in season one. Mm-hmm. and uh, how much potential there is like if they greenlit this and planned it for a three season arc or something or you know or yeah or is it like an episode an issue <laughs> you know has it like laid out I but... mean I guess there's only 30 issues so yeah a three season arc would could make yeah. sense it could yeah because there's it's not so much uh, material that you see this going for six or seven seasons but it's something where you know, it's they enough have the to beginning, middle, and end planned out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah, if they planned it that way, and yeah, you have to wonder. I do, yeah, I think the production value was good. And I, I but to that point about Ali Wong, it's funny because I, I actually, I had heard through the ether that this was happening. And I think just because I do follow certain comic book news things. But even though I'm not the most avid uh, Amazon Prime watcher, I know I've, I've seen a trailer for this like on the, in front of the boys before, but I haven't really seen it advertised or anything much else outside of that which is yeah. kind of strange. 
they they had a pretty big presence at Comic-Con, but honestly, I missed it because it was up against a lot of big stuff, I think. And it was, and not realizing that it was an existing property with fans. It makes more sense now that they like, were like, oh, this is our target, like all in, here we go. You know, people who didn't get into Hall H whatever day or something, or didn't go to, you know, didn't get into the, well, no, ironically, I was like, they're, Amazon is also Lord of the Rings, so they must have not. They, I'm sure they didn't schedule it against themselves, but like you yeah. know, there was there was a, a, an overflow audience, or there would have been like a pleased audience, a captivated audience uh, there. Sure, I, I heard good things about it, which is why I was like, oh yeah, we should watch paper or not. Oh yeah, but I, I when yeah. Jackie said we should watch Paper Girls, I was like, oh yes, this this is something that dinged in my brain of like this exists in the world. I just didn't know yeah. anything about it aside from like the color palette. <laughs> yeah, they haven't really. <laughs> Yeah, there hasn't been a lot. I don't know why, but it is it's fresh on the rotten whatever, rotten tomatoes. The rotten tomatoes. Oh. The yeah. Rotten tomatoes. Yeah, but I mean, I wasn't obsessed enough that I like needed to go further. But also it's I remember enough of the story that sometimes that's that means it's less compelling, you know. Yeah. Again, the parents, my parents were the biggest surprise there, but they also didn't feel like there was a ton of TV out this week, so it yeah, makes true. sense. Yeah, it could be timing, but yeah. but you know, like I said, it, it kind of it feels like that type of show that scratches a very specific type of itch. That mm. if you have it, it's totally harmless. You know, there's not, it's not like oh my god, this is a bad show. <laughs> you know. Yeah. All right. I'm five That's in out of eight, so I will finish it. Do the two of you think you're going to finish it? There's potential. It's going to be. It could, it might be kind of. You said background for you. It might be one of those things where. I do lately have some night night work I have to do where I'm like on the couch and I just have something on and I could see putting it on. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that I could imagine sitting there and uh, having it be something that I'm, okay, let me go ahead and turn this on and binge the rest of the show. <laughs> you know? Understandable. It is It is interesting that they released it as a, a binge model, not a, a weekly. Yeah. Yeah, I was surprised that it was all there. Yeah, I'll probably finish. I mean, it just depends how intrigued I get further in, but I can't. I mean, well, yeah, our, our schedules are about to get surprised. very busy, so <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised, but I also am kind of like, well, if I, you know, if it falls off my radar, it just falls off, you know? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not disappointed because I didn't have expectations for it, but it is kind of too bad that it didn't, it seemed like it could have been a very cool thing for people to glom onto, but I, I hope it finds its audience and, you know, we're just a weird... Yeah. You know, and my dad, my dad is in the audience. I assume my mom is. Well. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I think, <laughs> yeah. I, I think it found. Yeah, yeah. I, I found mean, at least one. Daughter, I found at least one. Parents. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I had a good time watching it. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. So, I mean, hopefully, people, yeah. you know. Yeah, there was it. nothing wrong with it. I just yeah. had hoped maybe to love it. Well, but yeah, yeah, to that point, I think in this day and age where there's so many, so many things just out there, and it's like you have to choose your, the hours you have in the day, like what you want to, <laughs> what you want to invest it in. Yeah. It's and so many adaptations to that point and comic book things and stuff and streaming services that you want things like that. You want it to scream to you and be like, Oh my god, I loved it. You know, so it is it can be it can feel disappointing when it's just decent. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. the world we're in today. Yes. All right. Well, I guess moving on to surface then. <laughs> I only watched two episodes because I tapped okay. out. How about the two of you? I watched all I three. got yeah, I got. Th- I did three of them. I don't care if you spoil yeah, three. There's only three. There's only three. Yeah. Right now. Okay. Yeah. There's only three out. Yeah. Yeah, I did all three. Okay. I was like looking back. I was like, "Wait, did I?" <laughs> did, did you two enjoy it? 
Yeah. Okay. I'm kind of in the middle on this one too. I'm I'm like I'm not obsessed with it or anything, but I guess that's intriguing enough. I did watch all three. Okay. Yeah, I watched all three. I liked two marginally better than I liked one, but I watched all three as I was catching up on stuff for the week, like at the end of the weekend, and I um, I had forgotten what else we were watching. And so I was like, oh, I'll just watch all these because I just, I you know, trying to figure yeah. out what I needed to catch up on. And and uh, I will say, I feel, feel like it really suffers with the writing. I, there's something about it where these actors, at least the three of them that I know, I think are are good actors. And I don't think they're bad in this, but it's just something where some of the dialogue feels so hollow or weird. Like I just feel as if they're just reading, reading it at, uh-huh. and someone's just writing down very basic language and very basic like ways to communicate with each other. It just is, there's something about it. It just feels off. And honestly, the therapist, the, I bump on the therapist the most. Some mm-hmm. of her lines therapist and stuff. Therapist is terrible. Just, yeah. But, like some of the lines, but some of the things she has to say, it's like no therapist would say this. No, and I, I just but I like, assume there's a reason for that. Like, I feel it like it's felt- a storytelling device in some way that like, and so for me, it feels very much like the narrative's really controlled, which it obviously should be, but it feels like I'm going to do a sleight of hand over here so that you don't really know what's going on and you think it's this one thing, but it's like obvious that's sort of happening instead of just being lived in and real. And then later you're like, oh, you know, it feels like all of the dialogue is like clipped so that you don't really know what's going on so that you can keep watching and get the surprises that aren't surprises because the dialogue's clipped. And so you're like, well, there must be something weird happening here. Well, and the the story itself just feels right now, it to me feels so painfully obvious that, well, it's not like it's trying to be mysterious either. That I, I guess I, if I continue, I hope that it's not what it seems to be because otherwise. I really hope we get a surprise sometime soon, like, because there hasn't been any kind of shocking revelation to me anyway. Like I've, I've not a single one. I think the most interesting thing so far is that she told, well, in my opinion, that she told the rescuers her name was Tessa. And then we haven't talked about that ever again for some reason. Yeah. Well, and also like. That conversation, yeah, because I, I thought, oh, okay, weird. But then she's, <laughs> when, the, when the rescue lady was, was like, well, you were saying, you know, you there was a man who pushed you. And you were saying this and saying that. Like, like you know, you were all kinds of crazy stuff. And it but was don't like, worry about it. You had a tremendous but it, this, but it was this thing where I was like, I guess I don't know. the I don't, rem- I don't realize what the full scope is of, like, when they came and found her what the boat looked like and whatever. And if it was just ruled that it was impossible, there would be a, there was someone else in there ever. But it was something where it was like, it was I'm sorry. But if I it was literally a fairy, Matt. So it was like a yeah. public fairy. So I'm like, if I pull somebody out of the water and whatever, and and she, she says that a guy pushed me, why would I just immediately assume she tried to kill herself? Like, it just was weird that they were just like, we're just going to rule this a suicide attempt. Well, and what drives me crazy is that literally everyone is just like, even the therapist is like, no, you definitely killed yourself. And I'm like, well, I mean, we don't actually know that though like no well, one just, saw her jump i feel like they're making it so obvious that she didn't do it like from the get-go yeah. they do not trust us and they're just like by the way like everyone they're trying to do to us what they're trying to do to the character and they're doing yes. it in an indelicate yes. way in both ways which is why it doesn't yeah. work right 
And right. so it feels very like, okay, well, duh. And then we don't get the reveal, which we should just have gotten the reveal sooner. You know what I mean? To move on to more interesting things if there is. But see, now I'm I'm starting to worry there's nothing more interesting happening. I think this is I it. I think it's like, yeah. And then like, you know, because then it was obvious that he was having an affair and it's obvious he was embezzling the money. Like there was nothing, there's never been anything that I've been like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Qu- question for episode three. At any point so far, have they addressed the race part of it? Not that I've seen. It hasn't come. No. Okay, so not that, I, not that I remember. This is the whitest show featuring lead actors of color that I have ever seen. Like I feel like this has done nothing. Part of me supports the idea of being like, cool. I'm sure I don't think they wrote this for a black character or about black actor necessarily. And they're just like, it. It can be whoever. But it just feels so just like it's slated in. I don't even know how to describe it properly. But I just don't feel like this is a real character. And that it's like it, just this representation of what they think Marin, you know, housewife, wife of whatever is supposed to be, which is fine. But the fact there, the fact is there's not a ton of black people running around in those circles. This would have been addressed, you know, like this would have impacted something, right? In that weird little creepy circle of friends when they make the Peloton comment where it's like, oh, she got a Peloton. I was, I was just like, somebody needs to comment on this because it in real life some asshole would say something or somebody would, you know, like ostracize her a little bit or something would take place. And I know they're trying to make it be this like utopian world where like color doesn't seem to matter in these cases. But I'm also like, no, you failed at maybe not utopian world, but it just it's like it's a huge factor that I do think they need to address given where they have said it and the circles they have said it in. Yeah, I mean, I do think (laughs) I don't know if it's necessarily only in the third episode, but they do. She seems like this isn't the right life for her. Like she's been put into this life and this is not her. Like that's her thing in that suicide letter. Did you get to that? I did, but I, I just feels like, and then it wasn't specifically about race, I guess, but there is some level of like, I don't belong here. Maybe it will go there. Like, yeah, maybe something. It, It might go there, but I just feel like having the cop that she's having an affair with be black and then, you know, her husband being lily white and all this. It, it, there's just like, like there's so much going on here that really would be a factor for these characters if we're living in the real world. So why are you, you don't have to like beat us over the head with it, but I do think it would have embellished the story and made it more compelling if you actually acknowledge the people, like the, you know, the circumstances or the people you've cast in these roles and like intensified their characters in the situations as a byproduct. That really, that, yeah. that's when I tapped out, honestly, when I was like, when they were up in Marin and like horseback riding and stuff, I was like, this is, just, I, bleh. I finished well, that episode, I think, but I was like, I can't and do I think this anymore. It's, yeah, and I, I, I respect that. I think if it was, it's not that that, it's not that that wouldn't be valid no matter what, but I think also if it was like a stronger show with stronger mystery and all this stuff, whatever, yes. yeah, it absolutely. might be like overlooked yeah. more, but it's like, because it's not, we're sitting here and it's like, I mean, every single thing that is not right about it i'm pointing out in my mind because i'm just like this it's just failing to me it's, i don't know yeah, I, yeah. I, I was I'm entertained not enough, the race is like yeah yeah, yeah no i get that's that. not yeah, the thing yeah. that but but it's still like but it's okay yeah this is this is pretty glaring and i mean i'm somehow still thing. i'm still interested to watch the next episode somehow so okay. i don't know it's it's got me enough but i will say that like i think i'm just hoping it gets better you know what i mean like i just want it to get better and i want us but, like, if I was going to put out three episodes, I would have something interesting happening in at least one of them. 
Yes. I would say all three, hopefully, but yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But at the very least, we have some, like, big thing that happens at the end of three that you're like, oh. Yeah, I can't remember what the cliffhanger was there, but it was no more of a of a Yeah, there was definitely a cliffhanger, but I rolled my eyes. I remember thinking, oh, well, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I wasn't, like, mm-hmm. all that yeah. interested. But I, I don't know. The other part that's hurting it for me is, Dana, I don't know if you've seen this or not, but it so far, with the exception of the how her brain injury happens, I guess, mm-hmm. or not injury, but like, you know, how, how she becomes uh, what she is right now yeah. happens. It is so far the exact plot of What Lies Beneath, but with no ghost. And <laughs> I, it really is. I mean, literally the exact plot. And I, that is just so much better. <laughs> it's so really hard better. for me. We're talking about the movie, right? Yeah, 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 and that's what yeah, I was like. Yeah, I don't know yeah, if you've yeah. seen it, maybe, but like I, you know, I have. I don't remember most of it, but I yeah. big Harrison Ford fan, and so yeah. somehow ended oh. up watching it, and, and the then queen. got scared. Let it be known, like stated here, to me is like the scary. To me, is the scariest film I've ever made. Oh, I'm okay. terrified of it. I can't even watch it alone. Everyone thinks I'm crazy for it, but that's just my life. And I love it, though. I think it's like a great film, but I cannot watch it. But I would still much rather watch that all by myself, all by myself, than watch this because it's just it, it's more interesting in the plot. Yeah, this just drags. For some reason, it reminded me a lot of Ghost, the plot of Ghost. I mean, there's no Ghost, but like you know, he's like embezzling money, and then like we've we've got two house, horror housewife movies who doesn't so know what's going on. Yeah, I don't know. But it's like, not when you look at what's beneath, it's movie, like, but like, but it's like when you look at what's beneath, she like. She has an accident and she doesn't remember anything from before. She's got the eccentric kind of kooky friend who's there trying to help her, but doesn't want to tell her too much information about what happened before. The husband was having an affair. And then it leads, that one leads to him trying to kill her when she discovers what he was doing. But it's, it's just, I mean, well, we'll go there. he clearly already you know, tried to kill her. There. So like, yeah. That's what I mean. It's like that one in the, in what lies beneath, she saw him having an affair and then she got upset and left and crashed into a tree. And that's what happened uh-huh. with her. But yeah, so that, that's the, the difference, but it's like at the, then he tries to like you know murder her very extensively. Oh, that's what the cliffhanger was. She's yeah. telling her cop friend that he embezzled money, and then and then yeah, they go off. Yeah. And it's like oh, that's the cliffhanger. Oh, this is. Yeah. It was like really like, obvious. It was like well, done. Like, oh, so he's crooked, shocking, you know. Crooked. But I don't, I don't think that's the reason he kills her. I don't know what it is, but I don't think it is. I don't think but, that's the reason he kills her. Or tried well, I, to assume, kill her. I assume the reason he tried to kill her is because she was having an affair and he seems yeah, like yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Not and I thought that's to... what I think that's what the Tessa thing means is she was trying to be a new person and or whatever and then Yeah. Yeah, who knows? But yeah. it's just yeah, it's failing to totally intrigue on any level for me. And it makes me sad because I was looking forward to this one. I was like, okay. Me too. I mean you you know I love my Apple TV shows, but I also was just I like the cast and I was excited for I it, it looked good. You yeah, know. no, yeah, it absolutely. Did. And it, and it, it, the sh- it's shot nicely, and all these things like it looks nice. It looks real, but, but it's okay. Just, but no, it's just not the mystery. Real. Is just not good. Oh, I actually hated the cinematography. I forgot to say that, but there was some stuff I liked, but I hated oh, a lot of it. Oh, well, the I depth of field, the depth of field with the oh my god, it was so weird. Like, what was the choice there? That is a trend I've noticed in a bunch of shows lately, and I kept being like, is my TV okay? Like, And then I'd watch it on my laptop. It. And then, I no, I agree it. with you. I agree with you. No, the reason I don't think that this, you know, any of it feels real is like, as all of us are, are Bay Area people, San Francisco never looks that clean. You can't, as somebody who ran, ran in San Francisco, you ma'am, no, that's not 
you're gonna she get runs down the middle of the street half the time and yeah like, like you you're gonna get that. hit there's or no like way attack. you can do that and she yeah. runs in the middle of the street all the way down to the embarcadero like are you kidding me she's no. literally like when she gets off bart when she rides bart in that dress, she, she actually got a new yeah. train by the way which are rare there's like yeah. hardly any of them but of course she got a new one with like a fancy inside well, you you know Bart was like, you're going to show us in our best light. But I was just like, yeah. you know, you can't wear that. I mean, you can I guess that's not true. I've seen a couple of people in like fancier things. Up, but it just, it all wrong. All too glossy, too. I would have rather it had been gritty because I feel like it actually would fit maybe the, the tone of the show better. And then you can go to Douchey Marin and have it be glossy, beautiful, whatever. They go to Marin, right? That's Marin. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I, I will say though, I'm obsessed with their house, the like black house on the block, and like all the interior design. I love it. Oh my That's god, it. I was like salivating over most I, of the interior. When they, when she first wakes up or whatever, I did not immediately understand that they were super rich, like based on the inside of their house and things. I, that was like a nice house, but I, I didn't, you know, it didn't immediately read like bajillionaires, or whatever. And then when we got to her closet, and they were like five dresses hanging and i was like okay maybe they are rich because who has that type of space <laughs> in general it's like well and then you realize they're closet. yeah and then you realize they're like in san francisco and you're like oh yeah, yeah you're like, a bajillionaire rich. yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah no i like to all scratch all my comment about cinematography but i think the production value <laughs> look was there that's sure what I'm trying yeah. To say, is yeah, yeah the production real. value is good yeah because her whole job is philanthropist <laughs> This is like the the bad version of loot. <laughs> like, yeah, I was like, I, don't know. I, I thought that the I thought that the plot point of her being under a conservatorship, I thought that that plot point could have been something interesting to release to us at some point and have that be part of like a bigger deal. But then, yeah, it just like maybe she's gets, an heiress, or maybe he like, you know, like we don't know, right? We don't know her, yeah, so maybe she's right. an heiress and he married her and he stole some of her money, or like. But like it just kind of got. I, obviously, I know it'll be addressed again. But the converse, the the confrontation about it, just was so mild and everything that it was like, oh, okay. I thought this was gonna be like, okay, this is where things are gonna start. It was like, oh no. And then, well, and I, but I also thought it was bizarre when she's like, the cops telling her this stuff, and she's like, leave me alone, blah blah. And it's like, okay, well, you're spending the rest of your day like we watch you all day, and the rest of your day is spent being like, tell me who I am, you know. <laughs> And then with this one guy, you're like, leave me alone. This is my life. Yeah. And it's just so bizarre because everyone else in your life, you're begging for details about who you are and what happened. Going back to the conservatorship, do we see, I couldn't, I like kind of was doing other things a little bit at a certain point. Do we see her try and spend money and have it be cut off? Or does she just say? She goes online to to look up like American Express or something. Okay. She She can't get into the accounts. He, this is terrible. I feel like a, it's so cliche, but I would have rather seen her card get declined at a store. You know? Yeah. And you know what? You want to be – well, actually, no. I realize why they didn't do it because it's Apple and they would have had to show her using Apple Pay and they don't want to show Apple Pay getting declined. I've answered yeah. my own. Like, I was going to say there was something I rolled my eyes up because – About the iCloud, remember? Yes. I was yes say, I, it was iCloud. Yeah. She couldn't get it. And I was like, oh. And they kept showing it. And I was like, oh, my God, we're going to have a whole plot point about the iCloud. And then so she finally, you know, figures out that it's the bar that she liked. And so she, you know, gets in and then she can watch that video of her having the affair or whatever. Which, my God, like, 
I'm sorry, people. It's 20, whatever year it is in this show, let's assume 2022. Like, do people not know how the cloud works and how if yeah. you're going to make a sexy video of your affair, maybe like don't store it on the cloud? <laughs> like, and also, thought. like, no one, I don't know. There was too much plot that happened in the video for me. Like, it's just like, no one talks about that stuff. You know what I mean? Like, you just That's make the kink. sexy video and you're having sex. You're not like, oh, well, I don't remember exactly what the plot points were, but I remember there were like a couple where I was like, oh, sure, they're talking about this while they're filming their sex video. That makes yeah. sense. That's not your kink, Jackie? It's not making overly, <laughs> that's not foreplay to you? It's just like. <laughs> or like the, um, the voicemail she gets from, the voicemail she gets from her friend that confirms that her that her husband was there because it's not that we hear him in the background or anything. She goes, I just left my husband, you know, in this voicemail of asking for help. Like she wouldn't say that. Like there's no like why would you why no, would you bring that, that up? Part, but I just I don't care. It's like Yeah, she's literally like me that hey, I absolutely am not gonna She's like, Hey, I need help. I have some I just left my husband and I'm so confused and you know, I left, I left him at the pier or something like she specifically says he's there somehow. And like, and it's just kind of like, okay, well, that's, that's a silly plot point. And this Damn, there are pier. a lot of peers also, <laughs> like which pier? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, it sounds like Jackie's going to continue Matt. I don't imagine I will. I, okay. the, I, the main takeaway for me that I have just problem with is it's not the type of bad that I'm finding funny yet. Mm-hmm but it's not good enough for me to really care about what's actually going on. And so, yeah, I don't imagine I will. If I get really super bored, maybe, but, or if I hear, suddenly hear things about, like it took a turn, it's, sure. it's actually really good. Or, oh, it got interesting or whatever, then maybe I will. But it's not torture for me, but it's just not fun. You'd yeah. think at that point though, like you want, you if you're going to give us three episodes, make it so that we go, ooh, you know, like. Yeah, make them count. Yeah. All right, what a bummer. Well, we watched other things this week. We're watching what? I will start us off with we saw the finale of RuPaul's Drag Race Stars of Star, you know, all winners all season. Does anyone surprised by it? No, it's it's no. funny because I was watching it with my sister who has not watched like the whole she hasn't really watched Drag Race, but and I was the beginning of the episode I told her exactly who was going to be in the top who was going to make it to the top 2 of each bracket yeah and who was gonna win like who would lip sync against i just called everything and i was like wow this is so predictable and it doesn't detract from my enjoyment of the whole season i really did think this season was super fun and i hope we have more of these because i love seeing the, the, so much talent like we've talked about you know yeah uh for the whole time and i like that it's just a you just stay really clear and concise with them but it was it was just one of those things where when you come to the the legendary legend star thing the episode before it with the Shea Kool-Aid, it was just ridiculous to me. They all did well through the season. I know Shea did really well. It was a bummer she didn't have another star, but, oh, this is worth three, and magically she's there and kicks the Vivian out. It just didn't work for me. Mm-hmm. So I was a little I really kind didn't of like, like okay. three stars in the last episode. I thought that that was kind of a cop-out because, yeah, for all the reasons. It was designed just so that Rue could like hand-select the top yeah, three. Yeah, exactly. I did, I did hear a fair counter argument to that in that this is their big showcase right like this is your chance to be you to show off all your skill like who are you as a performer and shouldn't that count more than like oh let's say you know a design challenge or like whatever you know I, I agree that it's weird and arbitrary that it was three it probably should have been two and there shouldn't have been two at any other point 
But, you know, I do think that it is fair to weight it more heavily because you are like, all right, this go forth. Show us who you are. Yeah, I think weighed it, weighed it more heavily, but it just was such done such a way that it was like, this is clearly so Rue can just at the very last minute hand select whoever Rue wants to be in the finale top four. And it just was like, it makes the whole season feel kind of pointless because when you look at that top four, I I feel like just it would have been, you know, it, it, it Trinity would not have been on the on the fence, first of all, wouldn't have had to been brought in there by Monet. And it would have been, I think it would have been Trinity. I think it would have been Jinx and probably the Vivian, honestly. And then maybe Monet, I think probably would have been the ones. Mm -hmm. But it just was like, I think Rue very much wanted Shay in there. So then Rue just made made it so that Shay could be in there. And it just felt like, okay. Like it's just, and obviously everything's all, all done that way on the show. It's like, whatever, but it felt so blatant that it like took me out a little bit, but I still love it. I had an amazing time. I think this is one of the best seasons of all time. I loved the format. I hope we get more, just like Matt was saying. Um, Jinx deserved the crown 100%. There was no question. You know, anyone who watched the whole season, if anyone but Jinx had won, it would have been a tragedy just because she had done so well the whole time and just really, really stepped it up. So, yeah. I mean, I think as a finale, was it the best finale? No. Was it an amazing season? And I'm just. I really hope that we do this again and have a similar format where we just get to see them sort of love on each other and not be worried about going home and just show up and do their best work. Like, yeah, I do. It's so funny. I was just like, like approaching the season up to the finale. I was like, okay, to me, Jinx was the clear winner, et cetera, et cetera. But because it was a lip sync smackdown, I was like, I mean, Jinx is good. Obviously they're all good, but Jinx really shines in other ways. So I was like, how are they going to position this? And then my favorite was there's like a slightly awkwardly voiceovered line being like, based on your performance and through the whole season, I was like, oh, they had to read, they had to like <laughs> remind people that, by the way, Jinx is fucking amazing. It, like, yeah. that Jinx is amazing. Yeah. It's not like as because, old as the season. Yeah. Because there's no way that Jinx didn't, like, anyone watching knew Jinx was going to win. And so it yeah. was kind of like, but yeah, I, I felt the same way where I'm like, Jinx isn't the best lip syncer of all of them. Like, right. She's incredible in a lot of ways and whatever. And um, I hope to see her live someday, but yeah, that was kind of funny. And, and, but you know, that being said, she deserved the win. And yeah, no, absolutely. And, and I yeah. personally was happy that Raja also got to take home a yeah. effective I crown. I love Raja. Yeah. And I that, just, yeah, like, yeah. I that was my one surprise. Oh, yes. They always loved Raja. And it was just so nice to see Raja come back and just like shine again and really show that they are, you know, really good at this still. Yeah. Yeah. Raja posted and I, Raja's one of the few, because I try not to follow them because they all spoil things. And then Raja posted before I could see the episode. And I was like, oh, but all right, fine. You know. Well, Raja posted, but I didn't actually read it. And so I just saw them with the scepter and I was like, God damn it. And then. Then they gave the scepter to a loser, and I was like, "Oh, well, maybe." Oh, maybe I, I saw the yeah, I saw the anything. first line, and I was like, "Oops," <laughs> but still, I mean, whatever. It was well deserved and had a good time. Yeah, it's hard to it's hard to do a finale when it's a lip sync finale. It's hard to upstage the rest of the such a strong season of, for the most part, really just strong episodes. So I'm sorry, Evie's really good too. So it's just like. <laughs> Evie is so watchable. It's there's yeah. something there's like the magnetism that yeah. I Evie's totally got star get. quality for sure. Yeah, yeah. and that's all the right. thing is they all do, and that's what was so great about this whole season it was just so fun to watch people who are just so good at what they do do it well. 
Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. But we watched other things this week. Did anyone else have some watch on Watts? I kind of, unfortunately, but, you know, I, I still recommend watching it. I guess watched Aftershock on Hulu, which is a which documentary, is- but it follows two different uh, cases here with, like, um, of black women who died uh, with childbirth issues. And it-, it highlights just the disparity in maternal death in the mm-hmm. black community versus non-black communities in America. And, uh, you know, it's something that I think is really important for people to watch, obviously, and to be more aware of. And like, obviously, this has to something has to happen. And it's just insane. But uh, it was very, very, very depressing. Well, that makes sense. I watched uh, most of Uncouple on Netflix, the new Darren Star. I would, I was, I, I was looking forward to it, and I had hope um, that it was going to be really good. And it is mostly just like Emily in Paris level of good. You know, it's like pretty. And mostly inoffensive and just sort of you can watch it very easily, but there's no intrigue or, you know, you're not sucked yeah. in. Anyway. My, yeah, my friend, oh, I was gonna, my friend texted me and they're like, I started watching it. Nobody in New York actually talks this fast. And I was like, I mean, some do, but they're on Coke. Like that's about it. <laughs> so most do. Yeah, it, it really <laughs> wants, like, I, he's really trying to get back his Sex in the City, you know, mojo and yeah. Uh, and I think that this was sort of like that. His kind of like, I'm going to do this Recap- again. Trying to recapture lightning in a bottle. Yeah. But I just feel like it didn't, the gravity moments of like being left and being sad about it weren't really there. And so it was mostly just comedy, but then the comedy wasn't landing a lot. And then so, but it was inoffensive, right? Like none of it was terrible. It just wasn't, I don't know, it just didn't pull at you. It doesn't, I, and I was going to, is Andrew Fleming... I think is directing a lot of them or a big chunk of them or whatever. And I love him because the craft obviously, but um, I know I think he directed on Emily in Paris also. So I'm sure that's probably some of the, it's some about, of the I mean, like I know. would really put them on par, you know what I mean? Like yeah. where there's some laughs and it, but it's mostly kind of stupid and you're just mostly kind of like, all right, it's not, it doesn't have the same fun yeah. flair yeah, as Sex and the City really. It's really got to stop chasing that same exact format, but then again, yeah, it's it's sad to see. I was like, then again, and just like that, renew it again or whatever it was, you know. So it's like, mind, it's working <laughs> yeah. for we. Who are we? Who are we to? And Emily in Paris, people. I mean, it got renewed and all that good stuff too. So yeah, he's on a roll. Like so well enough. We're wrong, <laughs> but we're not. We, we are so wrong. Yeah, but we're also not <laughs> wrong. You know, I think everyone else is wrong, and he is benefiting from it. How about that? Yeah, yeah. But they should um, expect more. I like that one. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of that, I watched vengeance which i'm actually somewhat relieved the two of you didn't end up watching because i think well i i was excited for it i was like cool like this looks like a i thought the trailer was decent and you know i generally thought i liked bj novak but i'm reconsidering my position Uh it just it was not that it was like bad well no i thought it was bad but not that i think it was like (laughs) egregious in it necessarily but it was just a bunch of like pompous white male characters spewing these lines that they thought were so, you could tell that they thought they were so philosophical. And I was like, I can't tell if BJ Novak has uh, drunk his own Kool-Aid here. Cause he wrote directed and starred in it. And therefore he wrote mm. all these, I was like, Oh, all these white dudes are manifestations of you. Do you actually believe this bullshit? Or are you trying to make a commentary on it? And I was like, Oh, I think some of it, some of you, I just imagine there were moments where he was writing. He was like, this is a great line. Like, good job, me. Pat, pat myself on the back moments. And mm. 
some of it was well written in that like, or not well written necessarily, but it was like, oh, you have accurately captured douchebaggery and you're performing douchebaggery very well and almost so well that it makes me concerned as to, I'm like, oh, this is you. I think this might be you. It, it I don't kind think of is because I, I saw him on The View as, as, as one does. Yeah. And he was talking about how it, uh, he wrote it with kind of his past self in mind and kind of being that kind of douchey. Yeah, I don't know how past. <laughs> yeah, he claims it's past, but I don't know him, so who knows. But I just mean he yeah. he wrote it with that kind of, so he, he's playing a character that he's like, he knows Been at some well. point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if he's not now, he has at least been at some point, if not currently. So uh, I, that makes sense. I Yeah, I, I was interested in it as well, but it's one of those, as much as I, the theater goer that I am, it's one of those ones that I was kind of surprised is not somewhere streaming also. Just even just the look of it, it felt like it totally should slash could be. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, I've this is who I've become now because asked me that two years ago. And I was like, no, everything has to be theatrical. Yeah. I know well, it's uh, true, I, actually. <laughs> but There's a lot now like, that I wish we're just like, I'm like, oh, yeah. I wish this was streaming. I would have gotten to it had it been streaming. Oh, absolutely. And, but I think it's also like that's some of the hubris of this film uh, being like, I think you should get to see it in theaters. And also just the the sort of risk involved in going to a theater, you know, is so high now that yeah. it's like, yeah, you do. You you have to be selective about it. And therefore, yeah. this is going to not make the cut. I also the saddest thing about it. I was like, I am now questioning like Mindy Kaling and these best friends, their best besties. And I'm like, Mindy Kaling, do you have terrible taste in friends or are you also oh, no. secretly a jerk? Like, or like, what's, what do you see in here? I don't think that's actually the case, but it did. That was, that was my takeaway from the movie, being concerned about Mindy Kaling's taste in friends. (laughs) Oh no. I was like, I love her so much. And I was like, but what do you see in him? Yeah. (laughs) I don't get it. So. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'm not all that overly familiar with him. I've seen a, I've not watched all of the office. I've seen a good chunk of office. I just, it's, you know, I like it fine, but I'm not like obsessed, but. I love Mindy and I really got to know her in the Mindy project when that first started. I was really obsessed with that without really knowing much about her prior, mm-hmm. but I haven't seen him in a ton of stuff. Well, so. I don't think I've seen him in a ton of stuff. I, I, I've watched all the office and this character felt like, you know, akin to Ryan, the temp character, mm. you know, in that he's a douchebag. <laughs> so he's just running around playing BJ all the time. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm worried is, about. You know? Yeah. So, don't d- d- pass on vengeance. I'm glad we didn't end up watching it because I would have been like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I mean, I if you end up seeing it, like she... I would be very squandered, squandered. Yeah. I was, I was like, oh, cool. The one that. character of color is like the one woman and one character of color. Well, not one woman, but the one character of color and also who is a woman of color is like there to exist just to support this white dude character who's like starting a podcast. Great. Just great. Like that's what we need. Yeah. yeah it feels like she's a little above that or past that in her career to me, but maybe not. Yeah. I feel like she did it as a favor and was like, yeah, sure. Like, yeah, maybe anyway, that was, that was what I watched. And then other things that we'll talk about next week. (laughs) Did you see all the films that WB got that slashed? Yeah. It was like a bloodbath today. I know. Yeah. I only saw that Batgirl, but I didn't see what else. Scoob, which is a Scooby-Doo animated series too. Hold on. Scooby Doo was done apparently. Like it was ready. They were like, "It's ready to go." Well, and they're well, like, wait, Girl was filmed also. That. Yeah, but I saw that. Batgirl was filmed, but it didn't have like the post and stuff done. Yeah, Batgirl had I, test screenings that I guess didn't go well. Though. Yeah, so it like, had some. Okay, post so um, C- CNN Plus got done. 
Raised by Wolves got canceled. Close Enough got canceled. Gordita Chronicles got canceled. Made for Love got canceled. Chad got canceled. Full Frontal with Samantha B got canceled. Three mm-hmm. Busy Debras got canceled. Oh, Joe Prayer Talks with You got canceled. Naomi on the CW got canceled. Legends of Tomorrow got canceled. Show Piercer got canceled. The Wonder wow. Twins film uh, got canceled. Scoob, The Holiday Hunt got canceled. And then Batgirl got canceled. I will not lie and say I've, I've not heard of like a good third of those. But Yeah, I don't know about a lot of them. But yeah, I mean, I, that's a lot of stuff to be just all of a sudden cleaning house with. So they're It was just like a blowjob, though. Yeah. Because yeah, mer- <laughs> yeah. well, they merged with... Yeah, they merged Discovery. with Discovery. Yeah. Oh. Okay. CNN Plus was a little while ago. So that was like the first thing that the new leader got rid of, which I don't necessarily disagree with. But, you know. Yeah. 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 Full frontal is kind of sad. Yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't watch Naomi, but um, it had good representation. And so does Gordita Chronicles. That everyone, everyone I watched I watched some episodes of Gordita Chronicles, but uh, yeah, it was cute. But I, I kind of imagined it may not make it. Oh, you know, it's something that was not on that list is apparently J.J. Abrams' HBO original Demonade. Ooh. Like spelled like, oh, no, Demi, Demimond? Demimond. <laughs> I, can, I can read. Which had a $200 million budget. That I could understand cutting. <laughs> what is that, a movie? or? I think it, it was probably a series. Oh, I'm so over J.J. Abrams right now. But just imagine spending $200 million on something and being like, no, I'm good. Just kidding. Or $90 million or $40 million or, yeah. you know. Well, I mean, they, well, they must going have forward with the Flash, there. despite the fact that Ezra that's Miller the, is... Yeah, that's the wildest thing, is supposedly, allegedly, still not supposedly, gonna, so still problematic. They're still going to release it, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, yep, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, and yeah. on that Plenty note... Of <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you both. Thank you. Bye. Thank you, as per usual, to Jackie and Matt. And now a couple of super quick follow-up points. So Paper Girls was 30 issues. It ran from 2015 to 2019. And just reading even the Wikipedia of the scope of the story, season one so far, at least, you know, I was five episodes in when I I re-recorded this, does not cover a lot. So there's a lot that could happen in the next many seasons. You know, it might not be limited to a three-season arc, which would be about 10 episodes or eight episodes a season. So they have places to go. We're just not sure if it has the momentum to go there. That has been it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, we would love it if you could leave us a rating or a review or even consider subscribing.